Well, bless God. Bless the Lord. That has been the experience of lots of people. They come to a holiness meeting or to sanctified people's meeting and expecting to uh, find something to contradict them on or to fight them on. And while they're in there, the Spirit of God gets a hold of them and they change their mind. So we hope if anybody has come here tonight with that intention that that same thing will happen to you. Not that we're out to get men and women just to take up with our doctrine or to join our church, uh, but we want to see men and women's souls born into the kingdom of God. Uh, you escape that awful place called hell uh, that right. the enemy is waiting to receive you when he's through with your life here. Uh, the Bible tells us that we are the servants of sin if we obey the servant, the enemy of our soul, if we are a child of the devil, if we are living in sin, if we don't live to please God, well, if we present our, our uh, instruments as, as instruments unto unrighteousness, uh, why, we couldn't expect anything else. Uh, but God has called us to holiness. I thank God tonight for when I was listening to the songs of the redeemed and the songs of, of our folks, it made me think, well, I don't see, you know, I thought last night, uh, and I told some of the folks, I believe we've got the devil on the run. You know, the devil likes to come to camp meeting. He really likes to come to camp meeting. He'll, he'll just stay right around this pulpit if he can. But uh, there's enough of power of God to run him off and send him down the highway uh, to somebody else that will listen to him. Uh, we can pray the devil away from this campground. Uh, and I pray, God, uh, that before this week is gone, uh, that saint and sinner will be replenished and uplifted and encouraged uh, and uh, that, that God will, uh, his will may abound more and more. Uh, that's my prayer tonight. Uh, I don't feel <clears throat> that I'm anything within myself, but what I am, God has made me. And I earnestly ask the prayers of God's people that I may deliver the word that God would want delivered tonight. Uh, let me be completely out of the picture, but what I want to put before you tonight is Jesus Christ. Uh, many women have preached themselves, uh, and they've preached everything else imaginable almost, almost but Jesus. But God's word tells us if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And there's something, the matter of the reason the world hasn't been drawn to God. People have failed to lift him up. Somebody has failed to hold up Jesus. Somebody has failed to declare the whole counsel of God. But I don't know much. But I thank God I'm like the blind man that the Lord anointed his eyes. I do know that once I was blind, but now I see. And once I was lost, but now I'm found. I can say that, and I can tell you what I know. I never try to wait out in water over my head and try to preach to you something that I don't know nothing about because I'm just a poor little ignorant somebody, and I feel little than I ever do in my life when I get behind the Pit, uh, but I know tonight uh, that I once was lost, but now I'm found. Uh, I was blind, but now I see. Uh, I can tell you that, uh, and I know it pleases God. Uh, I thought <clears throat> there's uh, been lots of good uh, exhortation and lots of good preaching uh, to our folks, and I've enjoyed it every bit, and I need it just as bad as anybody does, uh, but I just can't preach to our folks. Uh, every one of you know as much as I do, so my... Uh, 
uh, message tonight will be to those that need the Lord. Yes, because I, I, uh, I feel like that those that are well don't need a physician. Uh, God's Word says that, but they that are sick. Uh, I like a camp meeting where men and women uh, will uh, get up off of their seat uh, and make a run for the altar uh, and fall on their face in all-time conviction uh, and begin to call upon God uh, for salvation. Uh, that's what I'm praying for. That's what I call camp meeting. Uh, yeah. If you don't get that kind of result, uh, something else needs to get behind this stand. We need to be for more power come from behind yeah. this pulpit uh, that God will uh, will send uh, his spirit from this place uh, and melt the hearts of men and women that are sitting before us uh, because it's up to us to live in the place uh, where yeah, God can right. use us uh, as instruments uh, to, but to break down the strongholds of Satan uh, and break men from darkness to light uh, and from the power of Satan to that of God. Uh, and if God has called me to do anything in the world, uh, I guess it's that uh, because I don't feel like I can do much uh, to help my brother and sister. But I love you, everyone. Uh, and the Lord knows I'm so glad that God has made it possible uh, for all of us to be here. Uh, oh, it's so wonderful uh, to feel that God is with us uh, and he has been with us. Uh, and I know that he'll go with us to the end uh, if we'll let him be first in our life, um, if we'll give him preeminence over everything else. Um, if we'll let him be our God, uh, he said, I'll be your God uh, and ye shall be to me a people. Um, I feel tonight uh, that I want to be a child of God uh, more than anything else in the world. <clears throat> I thought uh, I've got two or three passages of scripture here and I hope I don't uh, get all uh, confused, but I want to, I wanted to kind of link up what I was talking about. I may not read it all. It's according to how much I decide to say or how much the Spirit puts That's in right. me to say because uh, a multitude of words doesn't amount to anything uh, except the Spirit of God is behind it. Uh, but I felt led, if anybody has their Bible and wants to read these passages behind me, you're welcome to do so. Uh, it's a part of the 16th chapter of St. Matthew and a couple of three verses here, 24, 25, and 26 of the 16th chapter of St. Matthew. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, now that's the thing uh, that counts, isn't it? That's right, what he said. What Jesus said, said, now what I say is going to vanish and pass away, but what God has said, the Bible tells us, will stand forever. Now whenever the Jesus says anything, we've got to stop, look, and listen, or take the consequences. You can do as you like. But Jesus said unto his disciples, now that was the, his disciples that he had entrusted the word of yeah, God with. Um, of God if with. any man will come after me, let him deny himself, right, take up his cross, yeah. and follow yeah. me. Follow him. If any man he can be black, he can be white, he can be red, he can be yellow, he can be crippled, he can be bald-headed, he can be snaggletooth, he can be uh, any, any kind of a condition physically uh, or uh, what this physical body is don't amount to anything, just anybody, if he's a human being, uh, if he's a drunkard in the gutter, uh, if, nor if he's the highest office uh, that you may hold in the world, uh, a king on his throne uh, or president in the White House, uh, if any man will follow me, uh, just any 
anybody. Uh, he's not going around saying, uh, I don't want this one uh, and I don't want that one. Uh, but if anybody, he's telling his disciples uh, what they must do to be Christ's disciple. Uh, you're my disciples. Now I'm going to tell you what to do. Um, if any man uh, will follow after me, uh, and I believe this is what uh, he wanted them to preach. Um, yes, if any man will follow after me, let him deny himself. Now that doesn't only mean the man that is supposed to be seeking God, but it means me. It means me, and it means you. And take up his cross and follow me. For it whatsoever will save, whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited? What is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Dear people in this audience tonight that don't know God, let that sink in your heart. Take that in your bosom and ask God, what are you seeking for in life? Ask the Lord, well, Lord, what the, am I striving the most for in life? Though a man gain the whole world and lose his soul. Oh, you know, this world is a big world. This is a great big world. And sometimes it seems rather small when you travel for hundreds of miles and then run across someone you know. Well, you think, well, this is a small world after all. I've never been over very much of the world, but to me it seems like a mighty big place. But though I gained it all, if you just gained one city, you would feel like you owned an awful lot. If you gained just, if you just owned a suburb of a city, you would think you were wealthy, and you would be. But though a man gain the whole world and lose his own soul, what does it profit him? Get in the balances tonight and weigh yourself up. See if you aren't spending most of your time in the things that don't profit in this life. God's word tells us that, that we must seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then these things that we need. Speaking of earthly things, of material things, of food and raiment and all these things. He said, if you seek first the kingdom of God, all these things I will give unto you. God has promised us whatever we need in this life. I don't believe the disciples went out worrying about what they were going to get to eat. I don't believe they felt that they were going to be hungry or they were going to be without a place to stay. But God says he will provide those things. Uh, but dear ones, uh, he told one man, uh, and I believe I got it marked right over here somewhere. Um, he said, uh, in a way, he said to this fellow, he said, if you would follow me. Uh, why, he said, uh, he said, Lord, I'll follow you. Uh, and Jesus said, uh, well, the foxes have holes uh, and the birds of the air have nests, uh, but the Son of Man has not where to lay his head. Uh, now, whenever I began to seek the Lord, uh, I didn't say, Lord, I'll serve you if you'll promise me three meals a day. Uh, I didn't say, Lord, I'll serve you if you promise me a good bungalow to live in. I didn't say, Lord, I'll promise you that I'll serve you if you'll give me transportation and a good automobile everywhere I go. But I said, Lord, if it takes the heavens above me for my cover and a morsel of 
me to whatever you are mind to give me uh, the water from a stream from my drink. Uh, I'll serve you uh, if it costs my life. Um, and I'm telling you, uh, you better be careful when you make promises to God like that. Uh, you're liable to have to pay off sometime. Um, I'll tell you, uh, I've been to the place uh, since I made that promise to God uh, that I didn't have no other source to look to uh, but to say, Lord, uh, it's up to you to give me my next meal. Uh, I've done all that I can do, uh, and I've never lacked. Uh, I've never suffered for anything, uh, but God has always provided for his. Uh, and don't ever let the devil make you think uh, that he won't, uh, because God owns the earth. Uh, all the gold that's in the gold mines belongs to my God. Uh, all the silver that's ever been uh, belongs to my God. Uh, everything that I've got tonight belongs to my God. Uh, and everything you've got tonight uh, has been loaned to you from God in heaven. Uh, we owe nothing uh, except our own immortal soul. That's the only thing that you really own tonight. What would you give in exchange for your soul? Oh, my dear ones, it's an awful price to pay. What would a man give in exchange for his soul if you gain this whole world and you come down to face a dying pillar and you begin to call upon the Lord and God had turned his face from you and he says, I've called and you wouldn't answer and I have pled with you. I talked to you in Perry, Georgia at that camp meeting. You remember the time that I talked to your heart and you said, no, I'll wait till another time when God says, I'll laugh at your calamity and I'll walk when your fear comes upon you. Dear ones, that time you may call upon God and he says, I will not answer. (laughs) While you can get an answer from God tonight, let's begin to call upon the Lord. Oh, I pray God tonight that someone in this house tonight will realize the price they're paying just to lose your own soul. Oh, my dear ones, you'd give all the world in that time if you had gained it all. And you would give it every bit if you could throw it at the master's feet just for one drink of water. Don't we have an example of that in God's word? I'll tell you we do. And the rich man said, Oh, don't let my brothers come to this place. He said, Oh, just send that poor old beggar back and let him dip his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm tormented in these flames. And the sister was talking the other day about the, the preachers coming to her house trying to rake all the fire out of hell. Oh, my dear ones, there's just as much punishment uh, for those that disobey as there is a reward for those that do obey Him. God has promised uh, that uh, to those that obey Him, He's promised life. uh, And to those that disobey Him, He's promised death. uh, And God's promises are just as sure and just as lasting as eternity. uh, And no matter how you may try to get around God's Word, you'll never be able to get around it. Now, here's another woman. And Jesus sat over against the treasure. This is the 41st verse, starting at the 41st verse of the 12th chapter of St. Mark. And Jesus sat over against the treasure and beheld how the people cast in their, their treasures, and many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites which make a farthing. 
And he called unto his disciples and said unto them, I want you to come here and look. If that was to happen at this church, if we had a, a place of that type here, and uh, people begin to come and pay in their tribute, and one poor widow came and cast in two mice, Jesus noticed that. You may be ever so poor, and you may be ever so unlearned. You may have ever so little, but Jesus notices you. He notices you. He knows how much you've got. He knows whether you're keeping back part of the price like Ananias and Sapphira did. Uh, He knows whether you've lied to the Holy Ghost. Uh, He knows what you've planned in your mind and what you've said in the vows you've made to God. Uh, He knows whether you've paid those vows or whether you're trying to get around them. Uh, My God knows all about you tonight. Uh, And whenever those rich men were casting in much because they had much, they didn't give enough to hurt them. They didn't give until it was. But they were casting in of their abundance. And they were very rich. And there was a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing, and called his disciples and said, Come, come unto me, unto yeah, them. And I very I say unto you, that this poor widow yeah. hath cast more in than all they which yeah. have cast into the treasure. For all they did cast in of their abundance. But she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. Even all her living. Now, one place in the Bible it says you cannot pass cents until you pay the very last item. Now, how many people have we seen in our time of preaching the gospel that have come to an altar of prayer and prayed and prayed and prayed and tried to get by or have fair? And they think, well, I don't know what in the world is the matter. Uh, I can't get nowhere. Uh, and they'll come back the next meeting. Uh, and they'll pray some more. Uh, and they don't know what's the matter. They seem to not know. Uh, but I can sometimes hardly believe they don't know. Uh, because I know how the Spirit talks yeah. to me. And when I say, Lord, uh, I give up all. Uh, if there's anything else you want me to give up, uh, just make it known to me. I've done all I know to do. Uh, then the next thing that comes in your mind, uh, you better do it. Uh, And then you need to come back and say, well, I've done all I know to do, and I couldn't get the blessing. I somehow believe uh, they're just sort of kidding themselves. Sometimes the price is a little bit high. Too much to pay. Too much to pay. To give in your all. Cast in all her living. She didn't have anything else. She gave it all and said, Lord, it's up to you to provide the rest. This is all that I have. When the last might is paid, when the last vow has been uttered, and when you've paid your vows to God and made your surrender, uh, when you've come to God's terms, uh, when you've knelt in an altar prayer uh, and sacrificed your life uh, and all that you've got in the service of God, uh, don't tell me my God won't pay off. uh, It pays off a hundred percent. He said, when you give all, uh, if you don't give all, you cannot be my disciple. You cannot pass sense uh, until you pay the very last mite. Uh, except a man deny himself. Uh, did that poor woman deny herself? Uh, yes, when she yes, gave yes, all that right. she had, uh, when she went up there and dropped in those two pennies, uh, I don't know, she may have had several children. Uh, she may not have been nobody but herself. Uh, but if she was alone uh, and give all that she had, uh, my dear ones, uh, she was paid the uttermost price. Uh, she gave all of her living. Uh, she gave everything that she had. Uh, and do you think you're going to get away uh, with just paying part of the price? Uh, no, but I'll tell you, it will take it all. Uh, it takes all our living. Uh, 
I think sometimes uh, that if we don't mind out uh, after we've gotten sanctified, uh, the Bible tells us when we've eaten an art full, uh, if we don't mind out, uh, we'll sit down and eat and get up to play uh, right. and forget that what we've That's got right. uh, has come from the bountiful hand of God. Uh, but all oh, my people, I'll tell you tonight, uh, any man that will be my disciple, uh, just anybody uh, that wants to follow me, uh, he must deny himself. How much sacrifice have you made uh, to get to camp meeting? Um, how much sacrifice have you made uh, to preach the gospel? Um, how much sacrifice have you made uh, to go and tell some lost soul uh, about their condition? Uh, how much sacrifice have you made uh, in your sanctified life? Uh, have you denied yourself uh, very much uh, in order to work for God? Uh, God's Word said if you're going to be my disciple, uh, the first thing you've got to do uh, is to sacrifice, um, is to deny yourself. Uh, when you give up your all to get sanctified, uh, what do you think? Then uh, God's going to say, well, I don't care now what you do. Uh, you give up all. Uh, now you can just do anything you want to. Uh, no! But if any man will be my disciple, uh, let him deny himself uh, and take up his cross uh, and follow me. The poor widow cast in all her living. I'm afraid our folks, brothers and sisters, friends and neighbors, will not get by that pearly gate of heaven with a price unpaid. If you don't pay the uttermost price, you're just as sure to miss it uh, as you're sitting in this church tonight. But I've got to pay, you've got to pay the same price. It comes to me every day of my life, the price that I made to serve God. I didn't have anything to give him but a life. I didn't have anything material to give God. I had no money. I had no home. I had nothing but my life. I was very strong in health, but that was all I had. God had been so good to me, had preserved my body and given me strength beyond the natural woman. But that was all that I had to give to God. But I said, Lord, this is me. It's all that I've got. If you'll take my life and use it to some help some poor soul, I'll do what I can do for you while I live. Every now and then I renew that covenant with the Lord. Because I have to. Why? Because the Bible tells us that. That we must lay aside every weight. Every weight. I believe that's right over here. Right over here. Yes, it is the second chapter of Hebrews. Therefore, we ought to give them all in his heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward of how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Oh, my dear ones, uh, that's not the scripture that I was thinking, but that's some that I had marked there. But, in, but right over there in Hebrews, it tells us um, to lay aside every weight. And that sin which does so easily beset us uh, and run with patience. The race is set before us. Uh, there's something for us to do, as the brother said tonight, that we might not be able 
to be at the camp meeting next year like the little brother had planned to come. But we can go to that great camp meeting over on the other yeah. side. Uh, I'll tell you, dear ones, uh, that's the place I'm working for tonight. Uh, if I never see Georgia again, uh, that would be all right. Uh, if I've made my peace calling an election sure with God. Uh, I'm not trying uh, to tell somebody that you can get to heaven without it. Uh, and I never intend to while I live uh, because I know... Without the blood of Jesus Christ applied to our, our hearts, uh, God's Word tells us without holiness no man shall see God. Uh, and without it, dear people, uh, if it could have been done uh, when Christ knelt in the Garden of Eden uh, and he got out on his knees and he says, Father, um, if it be thy will, let this cup pass, but if not, uh, not my will, but thine be done. Uh, my Jesus wouldn't have had to went to that cross uh, if there had been any other way. Uh, but he told him, he said, I could call on my heavenly Father uh, and he send the twelve legions of angels uh, and the whole world be lost. Uh, but why did he die? He died willingly that you and I might have life uh, and have it more abundantly. Uh, that we might be able to walk uh, in this life free from sin. Uh, that we might be able to carry in our bodies uh, the marks of the Lord Jesus. Uh, that men and women might be able to look in our face uh, and tell that we've been to God uh, and learned of him. <coughs> Oh, it means much to serve the Lord. Uh, I feel glad tonight uh, that I one day in life, uh, I sought him while I could find him, uh, and I made uh, the Lord my choice. Uh, and I've, I've just quoted this scripture here that I turned down, uh, and where he said, uh, Wherefore, seeing we are so confessed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, uh, let us lay aside every weight. Uh, now it's the devil's business uh, to weight us down uh, and to make things so hard for you. Uh, and say, so, well, you can't make it. Uh, you've just, you just have done all that you can do, uh, and you just can't go. Uh, but you know, whenever they train uh, these men uh, to run these long races, uh, they train them with a heavy weight uh, in each hand uh, so they'll get used to running with a lot of weight. Uh, and then when they lay aside those weights, uh, or the real life they feel like, uh, and they say they can just run uh, because they've been so used to running all weighted down. Uh, and when they throw their weights aside, uh, they really can run. Uh, so God has told us uh, to lay aside uh, every weight, uh, anything, uh, anything that hinders us from serving God. Uh, I think at camp meeting uh, is a good time to check up uh, and see if there's anything uh, that's weighting us down, uh, if there's anything stopping us uh, from running a Christian race, uh, if there's anything uh, that's hindering you uh, from making the progress that we ought to make uh, in living a Christian life. Uh, God's Word said to lay that aside. Um, every weight, uh, and not only our weight, uh, but the sin, uh, which does so easy beset you, uh, and run with patience, uh, the race that's set before us. Um, well, if we don't get rid of the sin, we're not going to get rid of the weight, are we? That's our weight. If we don't get rid of the sin, we will not get rid of the weight. But the devil will pile some more weights on you if you'll just accept them, even after you get sanctified. He'll try to burden you down to where you can't run very fast. But God has promised us victory. And I feel glad tonight that he said we should run and not be weary, and we can even walk and not faint. And I'm glad tonight for the promises of Almighty God. I feel tonight uh, that I feel that God uh, is my strength, uh, and he's my helper, and he's my redeemer, he's my all in all, uh, and I'm not striving to find anything better or anything more, but in him uh, I'm satisfied with Jesus here. He's everything to me. Uh, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, as I said before, that once I was lost, but now I'm found, uh, was blind, but now I see, uh, 
And no matter how much the enemy may try to keep us out of the kingdom of God, uh, if we want to go, we can go, uh, because the way is possible. Um, God has fixed it so uh, that we can be the men and women that he would have us to be in this life. Uh, if people would only look to God uh, and believe that the Lord is able uh, to save and to commit everything that we commit to him, uh, that he's able to save it uh, and to take care of it uh, and to give us victory uh, if we just turn ourselves into the hands of God. Uh, I just got one more little passage of scripture here and then I'm going to quit them. Now, way back there in Isaiah's time, he was a prophet of God. uh, And he foresaw that that Jesus was to be born. Uh, The revelation of God had been revealed to him. Uh, Many times in Isaiah's writing, he writes uh, of the coming of the Savior. uh, And I believe that with all my heart uh, that he was a man that God could talk to. Uh, He was a man that God could reveal things to uh, because he's got such wonderful uh, messages in his word uh, that where the Lord has spoke this to Isaiah, the Lord has spoke that to Isaiah. And I feel tonight that God could speak to us on this campground. He's not uh, uh, have any respect of persons, uh, but the things that he spoke to the old prophets, uh, the things that he spoke to the disciples, uh, the things revealed to them on the day of Pentecost, uh, our God uh, can reveal to us tonight. Uh, Isaiah says, now, come now and let us reason together. Saith the Lord, Oh, Isaiah realized that there was a Savior that was going to save men and women from sin. God had talked to him, and in this scripture, he's trying to show the people, Oh, come, let us reason together. And he said, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Now, when you come before the Lord tonight, if there should be any seekers in this house, and put your petition before God at this altar, uh, could you just make up your mind that you're going to embrace that promise? That Isaiah promised way back before the Savior ever come in the world, uh, that he would save his people from their sin. uh, And though your sins be as scarlet, he'll make them white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, he'll make them as wool. No matter what you've done or what you may have planned on doing, God is standing here tonight ready to accept your petition to him. If you put yourself in his hands and surrender your all to God, believe on him tonight. Believe that God is here and believe that he's able. The blood cleanseth me. I love to sing those songs about the blood uh, because the blood eradicates uh, every part of sin. uh, And dear people, I'm telling you tonight, uh, whenever you get that applied to your heart, uh, it will wash you as white as snow. Uh, Come now and let us reason together. Uh, Why argue about it? Uh, Why say, well, I don't know which way to go? Uh, I've often wondered what I had to do to be a Christian. Uh, I've often decided uh, that I wanted to do right uh, but I didn't know what to do. Well, now that's what we're here for is to tell you that's what right. to do. Just confess your God. sins. God's word tells us in St. John, and he's faithful and just to forgive you. And not only forgive you, but he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Dear people, as the brother said last night, my Savior suffered without the gate. Do you think he did that for nothing? On Calvary's mountain, and he shed his blood there. And when he hung his head and said, it's finished, 
My salvation and yours, uh, dear ones, uh, was finished. He had done all that he was going to do. Uh, he finished the plan, uh, and he made a way that you and I could step in uh, right. to the current uh, and be made every whit whole. Uh, had he not done that, uh, something would have been incomplete uh, if he hadn't have shed that blood uh, whenever they pierced his side uh, and put those thorns on his head. Uh, if it had been any other way, uh, I believe God would have fixed it. Uh, but he said there is no other way. Uh, the brother made a good illustration last night, I thought, uh, about how he was to lead these men. Uh, and when he gave the command to go, they wouldn't move uh, but when he got out of the foxhole uh, and made the move, uh, every man went forward. If I expected to lead you to Christ, uh, I couldn't do you any good by going the other way. No. I couldn't do you any good by staying behind myself. Uh, I couldn't do you any good uh, if I was weak uh, and unconcerned uh, and frivolous and careless about my salvation. Uh, I couldn't be much help to you to find God. Uh, but the thing we got to do if we want to lead men and women to Christ uh, is to be zealous of our good works uh, and be earnest before God ourselves. Uh, don't you think that men and women don't look on you uh, and can tell by your face whether you're concerned or not? Um, oh, I'll tell you, uh, we need to be much in prayer. Uh, I pray God that he'll send more sinners to this campground. Uh, I don't see very many people on the campground in this uh, camp meeting that are lost that I know. But, dear ones, uh, I'm here to pray with you if you need me. Uh, I wish we had those all-night prayers. Uh, I tell my husband lots of times, uh, I'm very nervous. Uh, crowds make me nervous. And uh, lots of times I feel so incompetent of getting behind a pulpit uh, to try to deliver a message. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing uh, I can do. Uh, I can get up in the dead hours of night uh, when all the birds have gone to bed. Uh, all the rabbits and squirrels are in their holes. Uh, and everybody else uh, is asleep. Uh, and nothing but the stars uh, in the heaven and God to look at me. Uh, I can get out here uh, in the dead hours of the morning uh, and get a prayer through to God uh, just as good as I can had any other time, and sometimes it seems even better. I don't know what you could do. In the still hours of the morning, oh, God is listening. If you were dying tonight, and you felt, the doctor says, well, they won't live through the night, you'd better stay with them. I think they'll be gone before day. Wouldn't we all stay with our loved ones? Wouldn't we stand by them until they were gone? Yes, we would. Tonight there's a soul at stake. What would a man give in exchange for his soul? Though you gain the whole world and lose it, you've lost all that you ever owned. That's all you really own. If a man will be my disciple, let him first deny himself. Take up your cross and follow me. Don't be afraid to trust the Lord. Lay aside every weight. And that sin that does so easily beset you, that inbred sin, not the, not just some little pet sin. A lot of times people say, well, this is my besetting sin and that is my besetting sin. But do you know what your besetting sin is? It's that old carnal nature in your heart that makes you do every last one of them. You do a many a thing you don't want to do when you're not serving the Lord. You don't transgress against God's laws every time willfully. But there's something down in there that you don't have control over that just simply makes you do things you don't want to do. Paul says, when I would do good, evil is present. And he didn't have the power to perform that that he wanted to do, 
because of the something inside there that war in his heart that, that made him do, do the things he didn't want to do and kept him from doing the things that he wanted to do. Right. Now that's what we've got to get out of our heart. We've got to first confess our sins to God, come before him in earnest prayer and believe that God will forgive us as he promised that he would and then cleanse out that nature that causes us to get upset, that besetting sin and lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easy beset you and run with patience the race is set before us. Oh, I pray God tonight that somebody tonight will find the Lord. I hate for committing to go over and over and a day after day and no one gets sanctified. I thank God for the seekers that we've had. But oh, I want lots more. I want many more to find God because, dear people, it means much to come to this place and listen to the Word of God and the education of God's people and hear them sing and pray. That's a wonderful blessing. But if you're lost, let it come from your heart tonight on this campground. Make an everlasting covenant with the Lord that I'll go with you every step of the way regardless of the cost in life. My bed may not all be roses, Lord, but I want to go. You promise you'd go before me and clear up the way. You promise you'd take out all those stones. You promise to make all the rough ways smooth. You promise to bring down the high places and build up the low places. You promise that I'll go with you even unto the end. And if you follow me, Lord, you more than all the world can be against me. If you'll accept that kind of faith in God, he'll be here to save your soul tonight. I'm earnestly praying that God will take his word and let it sink in someone's heart that they might be able to seek and find the Lord while it's called day. Let us sing an altar song. Everybody stand and everyone that will that feels the need of prayer. Let's come and call upon the Lord tonight. Realize what you cost you're paying for your soul. Yeah, yeah.